This is Daniel White III, President of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 721, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today, my beloved, we are reading 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verses 11 through 14. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I pray that you grant me your energy, your strength, your grace, your unction, your anointing, your freedom and the power of your Holy Spirit. To pray, to read your Holy Word, to teach your Holy Word, to preach your Holy Word, the whole counsel of God, and to preach your Holy Gospel, and to obey it and apply it to our lives. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Have your Holy Spirit to take control. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, thus saith the Lord. At Second Chronicles chapter 16, verses 11 through 14. And behold the acts of Asa, First and last, lo, they are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. And Asa, in the thirty and ninth year of his reign, was diseased in his feet, until his disease was exceeding great, yet in his disease he sought not to the Lord, but to the physicians. And Asa slept with his fathers and died in the one and fortieth year of his reign. And they buried him in his own sepulchres, which he had made for himself in the city of David, and laid him in the bed which was filled with sweet odours and divers kinds of spices, prepared by the apothecary's art. And they made a very great burning for him. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for your holy word. Have it to find a deep lodging place in our hearts. Help us to uh, remember it and to meditate on it. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, we now come to, uh, and, and not, not only foes in the family, but to our standing between the living and the dead, brethren and sistren, uh, service family members, 
my beloved. We come now to another devotional by Dr. Charles Haddon Spurgeon from his fine work, Morning and Evening, number 625. Can the rush grow up without mire? Job 8.11, only Spurgeon can take just a few words and make a whole sermon out of it. The rush is spongy and hollow, and even so is a hypocrite. There is no substance or stability in him. It is shaken to and fro in every wind, just as formalists yield to every influence. For this reason, the rush is not broken by the tempest, neither are hypocrites troubled with persecution. I would not willingly be a deceiver or be deceived. Perhaps the text for this day may help me to try myself whether I be a hypocrite or no. The rush by nature lives in water and owes its very existence to the mire and moisture wherein it has taken root. Let the mire become dry and the rush withers very quickly. Its greenness is absolutely dependent upon circumstances. A present abundance of water makes it flourish and a drought destroys it at once. Is this my case? Do I only serve God when I am in good company or when religion is profitable and respectable? Yea, the prosperity gospel, I'm adding that. Do I love the Lord? Do I love the Lord only when temporal comforts are received from his hands? If so, I am a base hypocrite. And like the withering rush, I shall perish when death deprives me of outward joys. But can I honestly assert that when bodily comforts have been few and my surroundings have been rather adverse to grace than at all helpful to it, I have still held fast mine integrity. Then have I hope that there is genuine vital godliness in me. The rush cannot grow without Maya, but plants of the Lord's right hand planting can and do flourish even in the year of drought. Pardon me. A godly man often grows best when his worldly circumstances decay. Allow me to repeat that in your hearing. I want you to get that. Dr. Spurgeon said, A godly man often grows, that's a godly woman too, best when his worldly circumstances decay. He who follows Christ for his bag, that is the money, is a Judas. They who follow for loaves and fishes are children of the devil. But they who attend him out of love to himself are his own beloved ones, his born-again saved ones, as I call it. 
Lord, let me find my life in thee and not in the mire of this world's favor or gain. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and thank you for this magnificent devotional time and most importantly, your holy word. Help us, Lord, to grow thereby and to remember your holy word presented in this way and never forget it. Help us to meditate on it. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friends, we come to the family segment, to what I call the family verses. And we have read down from chapter 6 of Ephesians to uh, from 10 to 16, I think. But let's pick up reading at verse 15. And then I think this is our third night, so we're going to wrap it up. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Be a family of purpose. Be a family church. Be a family evangelistic ministry. You don't have to wait on the pastor and the pastor's wife to serve the Lord. You ought to be a part of a local church that believes the Bible, but your family can be a unit of ministry. And father, husband, you ought to be the one who leads the family to serve the Lord, whether the church serves the Lord or not. You ought to be the family that, under normal circumstances, that brings other families and other individuals to church. When I say normal, uh, under normal circumstances, that means without all of these plagues. If I were you, I don't care what the preacher man says, your pastor says, I can care less. Uh, I would not be going into any kind of congregational uh, meeting place be it a theater, be it a play, a movie theater, church setting, basketball games like that, I wouldn't go. Not right now. But you do what you please. But there's a whole lot of people getting sick, though, and a whole lot of people dying. A beautiful lady, 37 years old, I think, she was a wife, had two children, caught the flu, and she's dead and gone, as I speak. That happened today or yesterday. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all of the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication, for all saints, and for me that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Now, dear friends, let's pray for others. Apply Ephesians six ten through 20. To your family life. That's right, your family life. 
Because if you don't, the devil is going to get in there on you and destroy your marriage and your family. Let's pray for other families and other people. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the salvation of the lost families, for the revival of the saved families, and help them all to come to know you as Savior, and that they would repent of their sins, read your holy word found in Ephesians 5 and 6, and simply do it husbands and wives and children and to pray always to keep the devil out of the family and Holy Father God we also pray that you would have mercy and grace upon uh, those of us who name the name of Christ but yet are not obeying your great commandment or your great commission for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our wicked sins. For the blood drips from our fingers of the dying lost souls. And Holy Father God, we do pray for the millions and millions of people in China and all around the globe who are suffering from the coronavirus plague and other plagues. Comfort them as only you can. Draw them to yourself for salvation. Help them to believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ. And Holy Father God, we pray now for some people, their families by name, uh, who have gone through the death of a loved one from the coronavirus plague. We pray for the family and friends of Morocco resident M. Sufi. We pray for the family and friends of North Dakota resident Laverne Benji. We pray for the family and friends of Texas resident Costulo Camarillo. And Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, for all of the people who have sent in prayer requests. We thank you, Lord, for the thousands who have done so. We pray for each and every one of them that you will bless them and protect them. And uh, we pray for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. And Lord, we pray that you would protect them from the coronavirus plague as well as these people, along with their other prayer requests. We pray, Lord, for Pat Lee. Please save his soul and give him assurance of salvation. We pray for Emmanuel. Please bless him with a job and deliver him from debts. Please heal him, his parents, and his brother and sister from health issues. We pray for Rosario, for Erica and Daryl's relationship, for their love to continue to be strong, to prosper, and to grow. Help them to grow each day in an unshakable union that will shine the light of Jesus on all who know them. Help them to bear the trials and tribulations that lie ahead and help them to always keep Jesus at the center of their lives. 
And Lord, we pray for Lisa. Please heal her brain and lungs. Comfort her family after the death of three loved ones. Heal her brother of leukemia. We pray for Pakika. Please provide him with food, clothes, shelter, homes, and medical facilities for the elderly and orphan children. We pray, Lord, for Deborah. Please heal her from cirrhosis of the liver and restore her ability to walk again. Save her family members and help them not to get tired of taking care of her. Help her and her family to get over this mountain that the devil has put in their way. We pray, Lord, for Pastor Bushibi, and we pray with him, and we thank you for the souls that have been saved and the people healed at Starlight Secondary School. Thank you for Brother Jackson Yatoli and his family giving them a land parcel and title deed. Please bless Sindendi Church with a place of worship. Deliver Sister Agnita from demonic torment and save and comfort her family. Please bless them to start a church near Starlight Secondary School. Please provide for the women and youth conferences and bless the Bible school classes to resume next year. Bring the right person to lead Kabahinji Church. Provide them with Bibles for new souls that have gotten saved and the basics for orphans and widows, food and water and ministry. Resources, please deliver Africa from drought and famine. And Holy Father God, we pray now for all of the people who have gotten saved by the thousands, and we pray for a few by name tonight, that you will help them to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith. Lord, we pray for Atalo, we pray for Stephen, we pray for Brandy, we pray for Sarah, and we pray for Eduardo. We pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you. We pray for Janet, Fina, Vera, Penny, Dominique, and others. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray. And Holy Father God, we pray for the salvation of those who don't know your Savior. Help them to hear the gospel by the power of your Holy Ghost and be saved even tonight. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. For those of you who did not hear the gospel message earlier, in the earlier service, please hear the words of Jesus Christ, the most loving words, the most magnificent words, and I believe the most important words ever spoken in the history of the world to mankind. When Jesus Christ said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. It is that simple. Call on his name, for the Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, once you call on his name, you will be saved from what? You will be saved from hell. You will be saved from the power of your uh, the power of your sins in your life. And uh, hell is a real place. 
Uh, hell is a place of torment and fire. Hell is an awful place. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than anybody in the Bible, and he preached more on hell than he did about heaven. So when you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you're getting saved from hell and saved to heaven and to a life of peace and joy. So if you want that tonight, if you want to be saved, if you want to get saved, follow me in the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins, my faults and my failures. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose from the dead by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil lifestyle and to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you truly believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ and you truly I prayed that prayer, and you were sincere about it. According to the word of God, according to the words of Jesus Christ, you are now saved from hell, and you're on your way to heaven. So congratulations to you for doing the most important thing in life. And uh, now I want you to go to gospellightsociety.com. Go get your free book there. That's gospellightsociety.com. Get your free book there titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. It is free. Download it immediately and start reading it. And it will give you the next steps to take in your newfound faith in Jesus Christ. Also, we have a bunch of podcasts at the bottom. Please click on those podcasts. And there's a bottom button there uh, below the populating podcasts that will lead you to thousands of other podcasts dealing with Bible subjects and theology, uh, nearly 50 different subjects that will help you to grow in the faith and be the strong Christian that God wants you to be. Email us from that same site and let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you. Email us and let us know any prayer requests that you may have or any questions you may have. And we will pray for you until you, until we t until you tell us uh, to stop.
So, dear friends, until next time, make sure you pray without ceasing. Read the Word of God and then meditate on the Word of God without ceasing as well. Always remember uh, the Marines' motto, which goes Semper Fidelis, which means always faithful. Adopt that for your Christian life. Always be faithful to the Lord. He's always faithful to you. And then adopt the Air Force uh, slash Space Force uh, motto, Semper Supra, always above. Keep your heart and mind Stay on the Lord above, and he'll keep you in perfect peace. Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow night. God bless you. Until next time.